Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Thank you so, so much for joining um, this conversation about our favorite show. I woke up this morning, but I woke up for gym, so I couldn't watch. I only finished watching about uh, maybe about like 45 minutes ago. So I just want to hear from you guys. Those of you who probably got a chance to watch more than once. Like Ukis, I can see from the laughter, Guti, she watched and watched and watched and analyzed everything. So Keys, how was the the three episodes this week? Welcome. Hi, Lelo. Um, I actually didn't watch like more than like I, I managed I rewinded just one scene like three times, but um I like I couldn't this morning. I didn't make uh 5 a.m. I was not part of the 5 a.m. team and I actually muted the hashtag. Uh but when I like came back from work and I watched the episode, it was fantastic. I could not stop laughing to a point where I thought like my neighbors like are thinking, like, what is wrong with this girl? Which episode is this now that you are? Is, is this the scene at the Umemulo? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So, so maybe, um, maybe uh, I think just a, a quick recap from my side because I don't really have a lot to say. I truly, truly enjoyed episode thirteen, and uh, episode thirteen is the first one. Um, it's the it's the you know the one where Mkale comes back home and finds Mkotli. We'll talk about Mkotli now being healed so quickly. We'll talk about that later. Comes back and finds that Mkotli has been shot. Now everybody's blaming him because you know where were you? You were supposed to be doing the job that Mkotli ended up going to do, and now the Macholas are also celebrating. Uguti, they took the money. I don't know why must they have their eyes all wide open when they are celebrating popped and everything. Ooh, uh, anyway, so Kawe also has this thing where he just knows Uguti umkele hit Uluana when he sees like those bruises on her back. And when Umkele Ukawe was, you know, just saying to Shom Uguti, this is his my brother's handiwork, it just said to me, Uguti, Umkele probably has a history of abusing women. How is it that Kawe just knows Uguti he 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 hit her? You know, and for the first time we get to see those bruises because Mina Ushomu, when she was garavanting in KZN, I okay, no, maybe garavanting is a bit of an exaggeration, but I didn't think I, I was wondering, are there even bruises, land? But get the bruises reappeared when she was back in Jobek. But we thank we are thankful for that because then we got to see, you know, that conversation that she had with, with Kawe. Now, another thing that got me, sorry, I know I'm talking a lot, but I just want to get my, my, my highlights on episode 13, which I thought was my favorite. Um, ooh, 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 the, the reason, the way Umkele was so afraid to say to his brothers, Uguti, what happened? Where was he when this whole thing, you know, was happening? For, for me, it was like, is it because when they find out Uguti, he hit a woman? It was it was so weird. Uguti, he 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 said Uguti, they'd rather suspect him of you know being involved in in that hit than than actually say Uguti and this is what the father did and so on. So yeah, I I I really really liked all of that. 
Um, and even the part where we got to see Kawe being the one who ends up defending, well, not really defending him, but ends up, he knows the truth, what did Mkele do? But uh, he, he chooses not to say to his brothers, but rather just use an excuse. You're good to know there was a, a tracker said Uguti, he was in KZN when this whole thing was happening, just to clear him and take off that tension. Because shame, he was starting to feel like an outsider, you know, when they're having conversations and they want to know what happened and so on. And I like like the addition of load shedding when Kelly was told, I was saying, hey, load shedding, I must seem <laughs> that was nice. Like just bringing a bit of reality into into the show. I liked that. Um, yeah, I think those, those are my highlights for from this episode. So, um, Keys, over to you. Yes. So I just want to comment on like you you do such a great job of being and like sort of like surmising everything um that has happened throughout the like you know the the episodes um i do want to say that like my ministry is and always will be um putting you know the b word right for those that don't know their books um aside and letting us um even those of us that are readers and like followers of the book um being surprised as well and i think the past last week we did not have um a space but like taking those episodes and this episodes together i want to be surprised i i also want to like i think we underestimate that over and above um you know these books being a love story right so each and every single book tells a, a different love story of the brothers but they also like crime thrillers like this is like law and order special victims units do you know what i'm saying like in just like a south african context and like these are thrillers and that is what has like drawn us to these books like you're lying to people about your whereabouts because you're sitting somewhere under a table like reading these books like you want to know like what did someone do and then what did they mean where and they don't come back for four days it's still a thriller and I really, really um, enjoy that, like I said, the framework is the framework. The framework is that there's these eight weird brothers um, that are taxi owners. Um, it's There's an underlying of a, a, a love story, but we forgot that this is also a thriller. You are so curious about what happens next. And the past six episodes, I will say, have has like... Um, like deferred so much away from the books, the manner in which the uh, Umemula happened, the revenge of the Machola brothers, like even those that have read the books are still surprised. We are still in suspense. And I enjoy that. However, the underlying theme um, still remains is this crazy, quote unquote, toxic love story between Kele and, you know, uh, Shomu and everything else in between. Hey, toxic, toxic, yes, mekuta into a toxic that relationship. <laughs> oh, uh, uh. Anyway, um, I I know at the end of the last episode, I actually missed what Shomu's dad says to to her, but maybe someone will, cause I don't know. I just got distracted. No good thing. Jai umuntu se kuba izuba distracted. Anyway, Neo, hi, hi. That's a flat <laughs> hi. That's a very flat hi. <laughs> Ah, what can I say? Um, look, yeah, I feel that I get there. 
Um, I guess, you know what, the highlights are that first episode that you were talking about. I don't even know what, 13. Um, they kept the theme there, which I liked. Um, it was a put together episode. You know, we saw the transition from him coming back from KZN, his interaction with his brothers, and obviously the of them trying to find out what was happening. Um, in true abuser style, of course, Mkhele went and got a gift, uh, an extravagant gift that, because he was in, in the doghouse. Um, and, you know, I'm like, but I mean, look, she's a gone girl. We've already established that. Um, um, the proposal was very cute. Um, I guess in true Zulu style, it was never going to end in just jubilation. Something had to happen which I think is probably a good theme to just show Hootsie about Jabuli for a long time um, in terms of then their the house being burned down. I'm not going to mention the Majola brothers. Again, they got too much too much screen time. Um, but, you know, it's time Hootsie, they, they need to go. Um, another favorite. No. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. Oh, okay. I heard um, Lelo, my name. Okay, cool. Oh, sorry, Nell. I was trying to say something and then I muted myself. <laughs> askis, askis. So don't, for, don't forget what you want to say, Ne. but can I just add something to what you just said mm. now? Um, I, I, I just wanted to add the significance of the proposal being at the taxi rank they, because they didn't refer to it on the show. But in the book, it's because Mkale says this is where he saw her for the first time. Yeah. So that's where he wanted that's why that's where he wanted to to propose. So anyway, carry on. And thank you. <laughs> oh, and, and look, another thing, right? I get that the series is probably trying to show new new singers and give everybody exposure. But I thought with the theme of the series, it would have been nice to have that sang with their first date to be the one singing in the proposal. But anyway, as you call up, um, it was still a lovely scene. Um, another highlight will be the Memulo scene for me um, with my Chaotic 3. Um, <laughs> starting their song about the lovely doctor. I absolutely love that. I think that was just, again, my highlight. And I love to see Nkosana actually singing along, in, in, which is very out of character for him. You thought he'd be in a sense, Uzokuza. And that was so lovely to see. And of course, the little smiles between uh, Somo and Kele. That was so intimate. I loved seeing that. And yeah, that is what I will say for now. But for now, that's where it is. Um, like I said, I still feel the episodes missing. In terms of the story, um, there were a couple, I feel the scenes missing. We, yeah, a lot of copy paste with these last three. Okay, eating truth. We'll use, oops, guys, I keep muting myself, jeez. We will use our, our book knowledge to close the gaps for the people who who didn't read the book. So, good guys, the reason why this happened is because one, two, three, <laughs> just so, you know, everybody follows. <laughs> but, so, Leno, okay. do you think the gaps yes. are from the book? I think the gaps are just in the series now. So, I don't know if everybody mm. else can, mm. like, it's, <sighs> okay, first episode, like I saw, there was a theme. The second one, okay, mm. proposal. Your house just burned down. Like, there is no... Mm. I, I'm talking about those different disconnects. I'm just like, mm-mm, guys. Mm. When did it happen? Like, does Slomo's dad know that she's getting married? Memula seemed to have happened out of the blue. You know? And that's besides the you, book. That's just the theme in the series now. 
you you are right now because this thing of umemulo immediately after the the fire is the same as they 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 were being shot at you know now all of a sudden they are at the hospital where shomu is 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 injured or something like that yeah. so it's just like there's no flow sometimes nope. you know Mm-mm. um keys you want to respond to something neo said and then i'll move on to one of the other speakers Yes, I really, I want to respond to this. I finally, finally met somebody that hadn't read the books and is watching the series. And like the feedback, Unyaka feedback is somebody that has read the books, like almost to validate their thoughts or like their thought process. And uh, one of the things um, that person is like, yo, these brothers are so hectic, hey? Like, like th- they also like observe the fact that they move as a unit um, and they do everything as a unit. And one of the things that they uh, observed in the last uh, episode, the episode is that, oh my God, they put like on the back burner what it is that they were going through to be there for their brother. So I think like, those of us that have read the books we are like overly sentimental and we don't think that like certain themes and certain messages come across but they actually do you know what i mean they actually do the manner in which that these brothers move as a unit when they were kicking sandile out everybody was present when they were at the hospital with film everybody was present the manner in which that first of all it just occurred to me that like today uh you know with no problems whatsoever you know what i mean and like just like the ease of that integration you know we think uh, those of us that read the books we get it more than other people get it but i'm telling you the the sentiment it, it's coming across even to those that um didn't read the books it's just that we are so sentimental that we just want the story the, the story to be told in a specific way but it comes across okay okay kids we are thankful to have you here to just keep us in check thank you for that uh start and Zessie, let me come to you hi everyone i hope you guys are all well um okay so i agree with you lelo um episode 13 was also my favorite because everything seemed to flow in that episode and then with the other two episodes okay that's when the problem began again with the no flow um because it, it ends up making the scenes not make sense in a way um because how it ended off last week, um, Shomu and her father, um, her father had actually said to her that if she leaves, then she should never come back. And then all of a sudden this week, there's umemolo, you know, there's just no correlation there. Um, at least what they should at least do is, you know, write that 10 days later, you know, be- because again, this week, another thing that happened was... Um, when their house burns down and then the next thing they're at umemolo can they at least be like okay well one week later you know so it can make sense to us because i also have a friend who was like she's never read the books and she was like okay please explain to me because those two scenes just didn't seem to make much sense to me and then i had to explain to her that okay well in the books well didn't their house didn't burn but this is what happened so um yeah i think for now that's that's what i just have to say 
Thank you. Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes, yes. No, we can hear you. Okay. Okay. Hello, everyone. Um, You said you didn't hear properly what Baba Gashomo said. Baba Gashomo gave Oshomo a blessing to Mary. So he knows about the marriage proposal. So I think it's the reason he invited Usandi to just try and break this thing. Uh, as I said last time, I didn't know about the books until the first episode. So the thing that I uh, I wanted to see, especially uh, I think the last time, the second brother, Ayoshaul, that thing is not done by siblings or even the father of the child. So for now, Oguting is the um. I will send I can't wait to I thought they had no family. Um and then um oh I focused on music because I noticed good ama soundtrack now. Now tell a story kids they kind of bridge the gap for us But I hated a song. Ebilala, uh, when she was changing into the white shirt, uh, is but I think that song was displaced. but yeah, but other, I, I love the way Papa music, and then I think there was a problem in the relationship. Yeah, also a problem in the relationship and she might get uh, another beating from that because man is very insecure, very, very insecure. But overall, I like it. Uh, some of the things I, I the way the people who read the books hate the Majola brothers, I ended up tweeting, so I ended up tweeting. Um, or were the Majola brothers in, in in the book because of the hate? They receive so much hate, especially from the people who read the book. So the person who replied, "No, bako na babi But I just love the show. Just Jay, there was a I think two episodes missing from episode fourteen and fifteen. There was we had to preach a lot of things. Um, put mm. Okay, thank you. <laughs> okay, Lumka, and then after Lumka, I'm gonna go to Sikhia. Sikhia is one of the writers on the show, so he's gonna tell literally us about the, the first guest. tweet everybody sees on Thursday morning is Sikhia's tweets. Literally, so now we Lumka... have at that time. <laughs> okay, let's go to Lumka. Lumka. Yes, um, I think Mina, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm just enjoying seeing the transition from where Dudu was with, with, with writing the books and seeing it where it is. I even take pictures of all the billboards that I see around Johannesburg and everywhere, and I take pictures and I, and I make sure that I, I know where these billboards are. But I, my best scene was. Um, was when um, Klomo's mom was making was doing makeup 
Yagaland, you know, there is that acceptance of a gay son for, for, for a mother that, you know, it was subtle, but it was so powerful in the way they they uh, they portrayed it. And then when Mkhele just left the hundred rand day and then let his brothers do the most, for me, that was the best uh, tool for today. But yeah, um I'm 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 just in the to do wave more than criticizing what the book is there and what uh, what was not in the book and what is in the TV series. I'm I'm just I'm just loving the story and the transition of where it is now. Yeah, thanks. Thank you, Lunga. That scene where Mukele puts hundred bucks is because I got nervous, I got scared, and I got embarrassed for him because I thought that's all he had. Because you know they were just they didn't have any money. Their house got burned down and everything. So I thought, that's all he has. God, yo, the three musketeers are coming. So now that was really nice. Um, and we're not criticizing as such. The space is not really to criticize. I think we're just sharing what we feel. We are talking up. We are talking about the things we love. We're talking about the things we didn't love equally so it's not to say this is a bashing session so i hope nobody sees it that way all right so let me go to sile and then yeah sile welcome hey how are you guys <laughs> hey cutting the egg cutting the egg <laughs> 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 so they will disconnect our services <laughs> no nothing like that um yeah so I, I just wanted to jump in here like on a on a couple of things and i've seen like this is um like since it's maybe since like the episode four it's been a recurring theme would see um especially i think people who've read the book they felt like there are scenes missing or there are some gaps um that need to be connected um so there's there's two things that i want to say to that um there's definitely some scenes that we've had to cut because the episode as we write them as writers are sometimes a little bit longer. Um, and then obviously there's like quality control standards that you have to meet in terms of channel. And sometimes also production production time and production schedule that don't actually allow um, you to shoot everything that you've written. So for instance, I think like in the last batch of episodes, there was an episode that I worked on um, where Umkele goes to, to KZN with Ayolanda Oshom. Um, and there's that scene where Emily Teller like a takeaway with the little message. So immediately after that, there was supposed to be another scene where she goes to confront him in the car. Um, so you don't you don't actually have that gap where um, she gets the takeaway and the next thing that she's made the decision what she's going with this guy. So those kinds of things um, are they, they 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 do happen because of just logistical production reasons. But also, guys, you have to remember that these are thirty minute episodes and we only have forty episodes for each book. So. The books are, are quite detailed, they're quite long, they've got a lot of story in them. So it's also just about picking your picking your moments and picking picking the things that will resonate the most with people. Um, and also like just for, for people who haven't read the books. That's one side of it. Um, and then the other side of it is I think also as South African audiences, watching South African production specifically, we've gotten used to a lot of exposition where, especially with telenovelas, where Things are explained and they are talked to death step by step by step by step. So you sort of get this thing of a scene about every little thing. Um, and I think it's one of the conversations that we're having um, in, in the writer's room about sometimes you need to trust the audience that they'll connect the dots themselves, that this has happened in between, in between 
uh, uh, something else or off camera. Um, and, and one of the examples that we, that we were talking about, I don't know like how many of you guys have seen, there's a show called Daredevil. Um, so Daredevil is a, is a Netflix series and it starts off with this, it's the origin story of this character where he gets into an accident and he, he like gets hit with acid in his, in his eyes. So he's like a superhero. And that's literally, it's like a two minute scene and that's his whole entire origin story. It's not explained like how he became a superhero after that. Um, because you trust the audience that you bring them along as the as the journey continues and they'll sort of bond with the character more than the specifics of carrying them through every little incident that the character has been through. So I think like a, a lot of like the shows that we watch in South African television and, and, and this is something that I've seen in some of the other productions that we've worked on, where we don't necessarily trust our audiences to connect the gaps and, and be able to fill in information so we over-rely on dialogue and exposition and these long scenes where the story isn't necessarily moving forward. It's people talking about what they're going to do, talking about the intentions, and we're not actually showing them. So we're trying to create sort of a different narrative and storytelling language with the wife where we do have elements of exposition, but we actually move the story forward um, a little bit quicker, not only so that we can get through anything, everything, but just because we trust the audience pretty we know gonna host the space and say, no, this is what happened. You know, um, this is what happened in the books. And but also it can still work for other people who didn't necessarily um read the the Shum of the Wife series. Yeah, so I just wanted to to just chime in um on on, on that particular point. Thank you, Sihle. So for closing the gaps, learn about editor where they've cut the scripts and scenes and we are closing the gaps. So can we just get paid? So no, I'm no, not no, gonna no. respond to what you were saying. I'm gonna okay. ask Nero because Nero raised it. This, this, so, hey. so this is the yellow, yellow taxi cult. You don't get paid for being in a cult. <laughs> How am I? I was literally about to say that's what the hell he calls us. He will be like, "Good <laughs> morning, <laughs> yellow taxi gang." We, Good we morning, are sending Abom. We are sending Abom and Bande to him when I never mind when I <laughs> So now you wanted to respond to Sile and then we we'll go to Ayanda. I do. We see. I mean, my invoice is coming, gag. So I said, "Ben, to fill the gap." I is. I is. You traumatized me twice in what you said. You said 40 episodes per book. Why would you do that to us? We're already on episode 15. Trauma number one. Trauma, actually, question number two. Bafani, no Bafani, Bafani, Am I the only person not mad at the Majola brothers? Like I am on the Majola brothers' side. I like if somebody's killing my my father and my brother, I'm getting revenge and I'm doing it in every way possible. I am not mad at the Majola storyline. Is it just me? Like yes, he's it's just you. It's just (laughs) you. So I need to give Sile 
sorry, where is he disappeared? I re- okay, maybe somebody else will answer, but me, I still need to know. Buti. Yes, we agree the majolas need to be there because the story can't just be Mkele and from the, you know, why, why. But must they get as much screen time as they are getting? If other scenes about from Mkele are getting cut, why don't they cut as about majola with their big eyes? You, uh, you know, those bug eyes, now they are the majolas and they are not looking cute when they're on the majola side of things. Okay, um, Ayanda. Let me come to you. Hi, San Bonani. Um, thank you, thank, thank, thank you, Lele, for affording me the opportunity. Um, you know, when I finished watching the third episode, Leanam Sanj, I said to myself, Ushomu is a blessing, but also a curse in the Zulu family. Every time Umkele is doing something, Kwenzega is pitongo back home. He went to Kezer and his brother got shot. He went and did... Yo, guys, I also want a proposal at the taxi rank. Even if my boyfriend is not a taxi driver or a Zulu. He goes and, and proposes at the taxi rank, the house Isala Iashiso. But also what I am trying to figure out is how, how does the connection between Ushomu um, and uh, the the first brother she met, the low, lower business card, happened. The, the connection between the two, it is there and it goes back to Lendia Zuluguti. Agumele unkoskaz wako aze apegane no putibako no baba wako emesluin. Because you f- that's why people sometimes end up sleeping with their brother-in-laws because you might not be too connected or spiritually connected to the one that you are married. And then you figure mzini. Kube kona u big brother or little brother. Yes, as maninkanti, ibuge instantly. So I just, oh my goodness. I'm so, every time when they meet, I get very anxious. Laba, they will kiss and babanjwe very soon. Are we not going to have something like that? Because I need that drama. <laughs> Thank you. So, so there was a brother in the other B word, the pages. I guess we are not saying books anymore. There was a brother who had a thing for Ushomu, like throughout. Um, so maybe they are using Kawe as that brother because if you see Mkoti in the, I think it was Mkoti in the in the TV show, it's not the kind of it's not the kind of character that would, you know. <laughs> so I think they are using Kawe for that. So he's probably going to still have that thing for Shlomo even after he meets an lady, if there is an lady coming. Um, so I think, wait, um, who do I go to next? Uh, Sikha, do you want to respond to the Majola Brothers thing before I go to the next speaker? I think ooh, Superb, su- Super Seho is the next one. Seho. Sorry, I, I just got, uh, got disconnected. Can you just catch me up? What was the question? Nero was asking, Nero, please ask your question about the Majola brothers. Yeah. <laughs> when do they die? When are you calling us as extras? Ah, 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 Kati, you want a whole spoiler? I don't know. Maybe I'm on gonna the gonna Majola die. brother's side, by the way. Maybe they're not going to die. Angas. Mm, mm, mm. No, but you, can the Majola brothers yeah. can the Majola brothers die after they tell the Zulu brothers that Lagaza is the one who killed their parents? Can they not die now? No, 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 guys, you can't. There's an episode that's that's coming. So when we were talking about it in in the writer's room, I won't get into details on what it's about. Um, but I think it's an episode that you guys are going to to really like a lot because. 
it shows sort of the history of the Macholas and um, the Zulus and Udlagaza sort of origin story. It's a it's a it's an episode that we call the Knights of the Long Knives. Um, I, I think you guys are really gonna gonna like that, and it's gonna sort of tie things up quite nicely. When when is it coming? Is it next week? Because I don't know if the spaces will still be happening if it delays. Ah, <laughs> uh, I think no, no, it's not gonna come next. It's gonna come the week after that. <laughs> Okay, I'm just teasing you, um, <laughs> but thank you. Thank Lelo, you. Please, and whenever please. you can, don't start. <laughs> okay. All right. So let me go to um, um, Seho, Didi. Hi, guys. So uh, Nami, I'm on the Majola train, like, bang irritate. And nah, I didn't read the books, nah, but I'm really enjoying the show. The issue that I have with Abu Majola is the way they speak. I mean, I'm not Zulu, nah? But they always put like things that are not necessary. Like that's not how Abantubakuluma. Like today, when I was watching, I think it was episode fourteen, and he said something about Isina Muvaliabuwa. I'm like, but how does it even? How do you even hold a conversation by putting that in? You know, it was just weird. And Abo, when the brothers went to uh, to Gabo Kabaluntuzan, Gabo Shomo. Why were not were they not dressed in like traditional attires to show Uti and stuff? For me, those were the things that were kinda like, uh, you know, I like I wanted like more. I don't know if that makes sense. <laughs> we 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 are hearing you perfectly. You're making perfect sense. All right, I'm gonna go to Babalwa, are you next? Oh yeah. Oh Babala disappeared. Baby she was actually. Bebezi. Hi guys. Um, my favorite part or scene today was actually at the rank when Mkele was proposing, obviously. But I liked it when Shomu was saying For me, that was the cutest thing, like even the way she said it. And also, guys, on the Majola stories, I'm also for them. Not necessarily for them, but we need a balance. We can't just like watch Mkele and Shomu's love story. There needs to be a balance. Um, also, another thing I just wanted to add, the first time I saw um, the episode one, as much as we've all been saying Shomu is actually fitting for the um, character, but I thought they could have gone with someone like Usisi, the singer, right? And then today when I saw Sisi performing for me, that was like deja vu. I'm not sure if it's making sense, but the first time I saw the series, I was like, I think Sisi could have made a better Shomu. But I, I'm not sure. Maybe I was wrong. But to see her perform today for me, that was like, wow. I don't know. But anyway, yeah, that's all I wanted to say. Thanks, Ledo, for the space. Thanks, ma'am. Um, yeah, I think we all, well, we, we people probably had like, you know, different uh, faces in mind when, when they thought of the characters and who could play what character. Like how I thought that guy, um, that guy could play Muzim Tavela could be Gosana. You know, we all had these characters. But here's the guy who's playing Gosana now and he's really convincing and he's good and everything. I think I personally think Mbalenta is perfect as Shomu, but yes, some somebody else might think, you know, another person would have done a a, a better job. So um I'm gonna hand over to Star Zesi because you've got your hand up and then I'm gonna I'm gonna go to Jabu after you. 
Okay, so there's something else that I mean I, I forgot to mention um that you said Lelo um about Mkele not mentioning that he had left because he had beat up um Lomo. So I um I actually think that he was scared to mention it because he probably knew that his brothers were going to like beat him up <laughs> knowing how um how confrontational they they are with each other because remember the other time when um they went to Moba's tavern and they and Gosana was beating him up so he probably thought of the same thing that oh my word I'm also going to get a beating so yeah <laughs> okay you you're right possible possible but because my violent in Bafana shame yo um Jabu hi guys um, so I mean, I just want to comment on uh, Ushomo and the fact that she's frustrating me because I feel like she's getting all the evidence and she she's at a position whereby she's supposed to like know or be absolutely sure that this is all happening behind her nose because like everything that's happening somehow she's getting like bits and pieces of of the evidence and she's just not putting the pieces together. And at the same time, I'm thinking that maybe Uyaz, but she just doesn't want to admit to it because there was a scene whereby Akuluma no the other brother, who's the other brother, Okawe. Okawe. And she was Okawe. like, yeah, yeah. And she was like, he didn't do it. Goda, what was she talking about there? You are so right. I also wondered, Uti, Uti it wasn't him. But what mm-hmm. are we talking but, about? Because then it doesn't really know about the robberies. Hmm. All right. Keys and Ayanda, do you want to respond to this? Keys first. Okay, yes. Okay, cool. I think honestly, like, um, I don't want to like misinterpret it as anything more than a figure of speech. That's why Kawe kept saying, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? And never gave into what she was saying. It was just like a, a figure of speech and then like I think meant to confuse us. But um I do want to say after Uchabu, Miss Neo, um, and then um we have Sarah and then Sedi. Like let's you know ah, what happened to Sedi? Is 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 Miss Neo gonna say something and then uh Sarah's gonna say something and Sedi? Um, I think Sarah and Jabs wanted to say something, Keith. I don't have my hand up yet. I'm so confused when I keys. Ayanda was after you, and then we'll go to the other peeps. Oh, okay, cool. Okay. Um. So, okay, as a journalist, right? Jolela or who are made fools more than journalist so you would be the like one of the best investig you know you know political journalists or investigative journalists journalists in the country but at home yo everything is happening because you know why when we go into relationships you don't go in as ayanda in ayanda the journalist into a relationship so that's why naya she is picking these things up but 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 shomu is still you know, digmatized and she's in love. So she's not picking it up with Aaman. No. This person I'm sleeping with with the serial with the serial killer next to me, but she just doesn't know. Yet she'll be the first to know where is the serial killer and yet that not the one that she's dating. So 
it's also painting Lando Guti. You could be, uh, you know, the best detective, but your wife will be the biggest con artist. So you, uh, she's a, she's one of the best journalists and worst investigative ones, but she is failing to smell the coffee under her own nose. So yeah, that's where that's where is into as it jolelo we jabu entertain <laughs> I appreciate the way Ayenda just humanized Kromu and gave her grace. I appreciate that. Is it just me? <laughs> so awesome. Sarah? Um, good evening, everyone. Um, first of all, I think, guys, just to to um, jump on, on, on the last speaker, when you are in love, we all know that for whatever reason, our eyes are closed. So you can be like the best detective on God's earth and they will still make a fool of you. Fear in daughter, good people. Um, but m- more than that, I actually had two points um, that I wanted to make to go back. So I read the books before um, the series was ever a thing. Um, many, many years, of, well, not many, many years ago, but when the books first came out, I read all of them. And just before the series came back on now, I went back and I read all of the books again. And what I realized, at least for me, in the first three episodes, three or four episodes, there are certain gaps in the books that the series is now actually filling in for us. Because in the books, if you remember, there's um, that time when Bumkele leave Shlomo with the kids for I think about four or five days. And we don't know what they were doing in that time. Like if you read the books, you don't actually know what the brothers were doing, what they were involved in or anything like that. And so the series for me, what it's done is that it's it's filled in some of those gaps, even though um, things are not necessarily um, the same as what is in the books. But there are certain places where Essentially, what the what the series has done is that it's filled in a gap where we know that something was happening, but we don't know what it was that was happening because in the books, we are looking at the story from Matlomu's perspective. So now that we're able to look at the full story, it actually, for me, brought the story together where now I'm like, oh, okay, so this is what was happening. This is the danger that Mkhaile kept talking about and why he was so, you know, and why all of the brothers were like, she has to sit in the house with the kids and all of that. Because to me, when I first read the books, I thought, that's a little weird, a little controlling. Um, Not sure how I feel about all of that. But as soon as I then saw in the series, Bana, there's all of this stuff that's going on. It then filled those gaps for me personally. And then the second point is that good people, I'm stressed by Kawe, Mkele, and Shum. Didn't stress. It, that whole storyline is stressing me out. Because it means that Okay, that's all. <laughs> Did you hear what Sikhe said? Sikhe said there's 40 episodes per book. And I do, but like busy. now... Maybe by that, yeah, yeah, I don't know how they're gonna spin it, but again, inspired by so. <laughs> um, Zessi, did you want to respond to something? Um, Sarah said, Yes, but you guys do you remember, I think it was 
two weeks back when I said, I think <laughs> that Chloe might not be the one who's going to fall in love with, with, um, with, with, with Naledi because of how they've just switched things up. Okay, um, back to what um, Sarah was saying. Um, I think another thing that they are doing with the series is that they are using um, the two books that followed after Naledi, Ikunga and Mez, more particularly Ikunga, because um, in that book, they go back to fill in all the gaps that they that, that were missing in the, in the first three books, um, which were Shomo, Zandile, and, and Naledi. Um, so I think they're also using that book to actually fill in the gaps that were in those books and use them in the series. I don't know if I'm making sense. Oh, I'm struggling with my uh, I, microphone can I, keys. Can I say, yes. can I make a comment to that? Yes, please. I think like as um, these spaces have proceeded, uh, we are making a deliberate effort to divorce ourselves and distance ourselves from the quote-unquote pages, right? Um, so, and then, you know, you can take a theme and you can spin it whichever way that you want. For me, I think that, um, I think, like, in the pages, we try not to go there. We really, really try not to go there in these spaces where... um Nkotli is the person that's being replaced with um, with Kawe, for instance, as the other brother that is infatuated with 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 Somu. I think in in the book it's easier to like say or write or illustrate. However, once you appoint faces and people, maybe the chemistry was not there with Nkotli and with um you know, the real life Mkotli and the real life Khomu, it didn't translate, it made more sense with Kawe, maybe because of the age, maybe because of whatever. I know there's a petition right now um, on Twitter and on Instagram or whatever to get um, that young lady that is like the, the quintessential lazy Wakoti, that, that makes, you know, this content of like, you know, um, and then everyone is just petitioning for her to be the Naledi but when we met Naledi, she was 29 years old, 30 years old. That girl looks 21 years old, right? And Kawe looks the age that he looks. So maybe like certain things are easier to write in a book, but they don't translate well on screen. So maybe we have to like move certain parts. But one thing that has remained true um, is the fact that Kawe is the first person to pick up that... Um, Mkele was physically abusive towards um, and that's something that he carried with him um, and you know he took personally so I think let's I actually do not care which one of the brothers is infatuated with Shomu let it come how it comes or whatever but I'm still holding out for Naledi I think I think Naledi is definitely coming because um, we can't you know, for however many um, seasons, just focus on on Oshomunomkele. We want some flavor beyond the, the the Majola brothers, please. So there's just one other scene that I did not like. Like that made me not like Shomu because I was just like, how can you be so stupid? You know, the scene where Langa is the one with sense and who's 
talking to 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 her about but this guy did this to you and busy defending umkele no i love him and they forgive each other i did not like that at all i didn't like seeing shomu like that i don't know shomu is this person who's got sense man yes she she goes back to umkele but to have her speak like that and defend him like that was very disappointing for me to hear and <laughs> you know okay this was a stupid thing but it made me laugh langa's reaction made me laugh when there was that bodyguard like who is smiling but he's a bodyguard who's supposed to be ruthless and tough and telling him he can't go out and <laughs> I, I was laughing at langa's reaction in the, in that scene so yeah what did you what did you guys think of Shomu in in that um in the in the in that respect and also guys if he still manages to go to umemulo bambetse kancinci neo i will say he he has come into his own i think even the dialogue um and how he speaks to his sister is actually really funny that first episode actually Langa arrives is it morning or is it afternoon because he's having wine and Shomu is going to work um, that very scene that you're talking about Lena where Shomu's defending Umkel and I think for me the worst part about her dialogue there was when she said Abantu that love each other forgive each other I was just like I do not know who this Shomu is because something like that would have never been you know something that Bizomkaza but clearly um, yeah, it is what it is for this. Um, and Ulanga, again, <laughs> when the bodyguard is telling her sorry, he can't go, and he's like, um, and he does that whole comment about, hey, to go is to see. I absolutely love that. I do feel like he is starting to come across. Even the scene with the mom where he's like, um, and I hope to see more of that because I think he has taken a bit of you know, we, I've taken a bit of time to warm up to him. But um, I think in these past couple of episodes, I have seen him come through. I'm still not seeing the chemistry between him and Shomu. Um, but I think him as a character is developing quite well. Usanjile, I agree with you. Yeah. I don't know what his end game is. Because you're right. After that whole episode, him arriving and still wanting to instigate the brothers did not make sense so it must be a death wish or because he feels it seems like he had home ground advantage which also i found odd because at the end everybody came out to almost defend him Pan, uh, which is something that i hadn't picked up before but i guess that's a, another team that's coming through so it'll be interesting to see when the wedding and remember so happens how that is going to be because he, he's still not getting his baggage at all. Yep. Um, let me go to Mazwane and then I'll come to uh, to Seribe after. Mazwane. Um, hi, everyone. I hope I am audible. Um, okay, so... Okay, well, I, I, I like today's episodes compared to last week. And I want to mention, you know, a few things with him. Okay, in the Bagakawe no film, I think I'm the only one who's actually happy with with the, their plot and their story because I feel like Usomu 
So many is someone on her side, you know, because I mean, I'm kind of, you see, he's abusive, he's all these things. So I feel like she needs someone in the family who she can go to, you know, and tell Mikhail's doings. And even in the book, I, I remember when, when Somu, when Mikhail beat Usom for the first time, you know, Kawe was the one who came to her and said, you know what, ne? Um, I know we see he did this and that, and he's not gonna do it again. So I think I'm happy that they are showing the relationship. Yaga Shomu no no Kawe in the book, and I know I know people are not happy with um him being in love with her and him, you know Afunayena. But like we all said, we know like he he can't be the person who falls in love with Usomu first. And another thing, um, I'm a gifted girl. I don't like them. Cause they feel kind of ma- manipulative some, somehow. Cause I mean, he beat her up. Now he's buying her a car for what reason? It's kind of like he even bought her a car because we often know accept in a proposal. Yeah, okay. Cause if I'm not mistaken, the proposal happened on the same day with when he bought her a car, right? So I'm not happy with all those things, and I kind of understand which the writers are doing their own. They're doing their own twist, but there are moments in the, there are scenes in the book that we love, and I feel like they're depriving us those moments. Cause when Kelly bought from Muika, it was kind of like when after Bamlo Bolile, and it was like a gift to her, and like, thank you for being my wife and stuff. But now in the book, it seems like, no, he's buying her a car because Ufuna, I accept a proposal, like in some sort. So yeah. And another thing, Somu's aunt, I, I don't know if you guys spoke about this, but like where you see, like these are one of the things that are kind of like, you know, annoying me because I mean, I loved her in the book and I was hoping which we were going to see her. Like Amara's house, I know they are doing their own thing, but Galavang has deprived me out of the things that we love in the book. Like there's just certain things that they cannot change. So I'm hoping to see her in the Lobola negotiations. But I was thinking about her the entire time. I was watching Mimuru, is she going to be there? Is she going to be here? and stuff but yeah that's my two cents uzo velanini u auntie when they are busy ngabo majola kids mazwane one comment and one comment only we we need to divorce ourselves from the b word okay because you deprive yourself of literally enjoying um the series for what it is and the things that are not in the pages okay that memula scene was inspired that prayer scene was inspired all of these moments are things that are not you know written down so we 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 try in this space lelo correct me if i'm wrong to not be so attached to the pages that we cannot allow ourselves to the fact that and you know my hill is always mpande okay somebody that was a b character in the pages and is now a star in the series so i know you everybody gets one thing to cry about one thing and one thing only <laughs> i think it's steady based <laughs> okay. we can hear you Hello. go ahead okay yes, go ahead so um this batch of episodes i think i've enjoyed the most so far and um, this was the first time while watching the episodes where i wasn't constantly like oh my god in the pages this didn't happen this way i think i enjoyed them for the most part 
the thing that frustrated me the most throughout the episodes is how chilled the Zulu brothers are. Like, all this shit is happening around them. And it's like no one is waking up to see Hore. No, man. Mara, something is wrong. It's like they they just letting the Majola brothers just get away literally with murder. Like, all this shit is happening around you guys. And, like, there's no one just sitting there thinking Hore. No, man. Something is wrong. Like, this is... This is too out of character. Things like this can't just be happening. Our house can't just be burning down out of nowhere. That was like the first thing. Like the way they're so chilled about things really frustrates me. However, I hope that it will get to a point where they start connecting the dots for Renoma. Because I literally feel like they let the Majola brothers just come back and it's like, oh yeah, ish, we killed your dad and your brother. And Mara. Also given, I'm going to take your roots and then you guys must just deal. Um, Sandile, he's Yo, I've never seen a more annoying human being than Sandile. Like, take your owl, my dog, and move on. Like, all of a sudden, he has all the time for Fumu now. Why are you driving all the way to Durban when Fumu got hurt? You couldn't even stay two minutes to like comfort her, oh yeah, you in a protest, ish, Harry. Mara, now you're driving all the way to Kwamashu to her family's home to go try and make it rain. Nah, guys. Like, where was all this energy before in the seven years budget? But yeah, anyway, uh, my cry will be every week. Kawe needs to get over Shobu. I get that he's gonna wanna be the protector and the guy she runs to when shit hits the fan with him and blah blah and so on, but there needs to be a certain level of distance. Like it's time for him to get a love interest, Nyana. And that love interest doesn't have to be Larat. Please let us not go down that route. But yeah, otherwise, chill. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, hey, there's going to be something. I don't know why I have that suspicion. So I know Neo has had her hand up for a while. Neo, and then after Neo, will come to Ndwani. Uh, just to comment, I'm happy for Lerato to go to Sambul. Agazalele, far, far away from Mukab. As long as she's playing far from that, happy she can have Sambulo. Listen, she can go ahead with that. Um, I just wanted to comment on the the... I don't know who said it. I think Kumazwane about when Shomu actually received the car um, and whether, and I think the, that theme I actually like because I do think what the series is trying to do is actually address GBV and what actually does happen. Um, it was very much in the theme of what happens with GBV cases where, you know, you get beaten up and you get a gift. So I'm glad that was brought into the story because in the pages, um, it's not addressed. You know, it's a secret Nobody knows that the abuse is happening. And in this case, her family knows, her brother knows. Um, and we see them almost challenge her um, about her abuse, which is something that we actually didn't see before. So I actually quite like how they, the writers are actually exploring that. Um, another thing in terms of Ukawe, I think with 
you know, when he came to the brothers and said, no, it wasn't Umkele, I was so happy because I feel like he redeemed himself. He's been such like a snot face the whole time um, because of his obsession with, with Sumo and not getting over it. But I think in that moment, you know, he forgot about his obsession and whatever it is with Usomo and remembered that, you know, first things first, Mkele is his brother. Um, and I was like, there's my Kawe. This is the Kawe I've been waiting to see. So I was very happy with that scene that at least Nkosiam, he can't always be the ass in each and every episode. So I'm glad about that. And then my last comment um, about the Zulu brothers. Yes, Bazumegile at the moment. Um, literally things are happening under their eyes. They can't see it. But what I love about that is when they find out, guys, I can't wait for that rage. I can't wait for the strategy from Gosana. I can't wait for them to go back wild um, when they know um, that things have been happening under their noses and who actually did it. That's why I get it. But she said, you know, my job. can't wait for that. Let them bazumege now because they're building up the rage and it's going to be beautiful. Um, yeah, that's it from me. Thanks, Nell. I hope that's definitely going to be the case. Ntwani, the devil wears Brooks Max. Yo. <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, that's from Housewives. Um, so, gonna start off by saying I am glad I did not read the source material. Um, wanted to for quite some time, uh, but much like Harry Potter, it's one of those things where I watched uh, the movies before getting a chance to read the source materials. And, you know, the show is really proof to why sometimes it's just, it's really best to not read the source material when there is a, an adaptation of that. Um, I really am enjoying the series. Um, it's, you know, it's, we have a lot of series that do try to tackle GBV, but fail or rush through things or don't deal with like really important things. And, you know, I think they are, in 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 a very short time even which is weird they still manage to deal with like the conversations with uh your 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 friends and your family when they do find out the insistence on a secrecy even when it is very much obvious to everyone else around you and they're opening up saying let us in tell us what's happening so that we can help you you know but still wanting to shut them out because you know you have that belief um that you know this is you know whether it's temper or one time or mistake whatever it is but you have that belief in your relationship uh, no matter how stupid it looks to everybody else um i do want to say from the get-go i have just been seeing Shomu as like i don't i mean the the biggest clown ever um she she i can't even say it, like she went into this i I don't I, I don't even know what is how she went like I, I don't know how where she dived from but she dove into a dangerous situation and said this is I stalked her kidnapped her like manipulated her and then even after all of those things she was like okay great great when are you who stalks me every day you're the one you're the, yes must surely that's weird. And then he beat up his family, beat up her fiance. And she was like, mm, I actually don't care because he wasn't fun enough. You know, sure. I get it. She was bored with her life, but they had made a plan. They've known each other for quite some time. Um, I, I will cap for Sandile. He's not a bad guy. 
You know, he just he just happens to work and he actually did take time off at the hospital to see her because he's a surgeon. It wasn't his job to look after her. He took a break. He went to see her, see if it's fine, checked up on her. And after he saw that she was fine, can't leave work to go and chill with her, which is bizarre, really, <laughs> like bizarre. Um, but yeah, um, so, you know, I, I still, she's, she's dumb. Um, I hope Kawe continues to be hopelessly infatuated with her and not find a love interest so that he can somehow protect her because he knows how dangerous his brother is and told her, you know, that this person is dangerous and even told the brother that I know you're going to do something to fuck her up. I mean, that was a very scary warning of like, you kill everything beautiful that you touch to your own brother. You know, so I hope he continues being hopelessly infatuated with her. I love Mandisa. I hope to see more of her. I was very hurt that she wasn't in any of these three episodes, um, especially since they went to an entire celebration. Why didn't they bring Mandisa along? Um, and... I actually can 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 Lerato not be anywhere next to Zambulo? Okay, can, can he? Wow, please, guys, not the one character I am in love with being surrounded by all of that drama of Lerato. Can he be with someone chill like him? Yeah, thanks. You know, I am also liking Usambulo, to be quite honest. And it's like every time he speaks, man, he's so measured, he's so calm. He's like, I'm really, really liking Usambulo. Okay, Keys, I'm going to get you to make your comment and then I'm going to go to Zesi, then Babalwa, Sarah, and Temi. So it's uh, Keys, you're going to make your comment, then um, Zesi, Babalwa, Sarah, and Temi after. The only comment that I have, um, I saw a tweet today that says, um, you know, the wife on Showmax is promoting GBV. And I think we've spoken about this um, in our previous spaces where we said art does not have an obligation to be responsible. It just has an obligation to be honest. Um, and all of these depictions are not far removed from reality. So I think let's not place like um, an unrealistic responsibility on um on art it it like that is that it the truth is the truth these scenarios happen more often than not thank you kizessi okay so this time around and i noticed something that i think it was keys who mentioned it two weeks ago um where she said um she thinks that sambolo is is um, portrayed to be older than Kawe in the series um, rather than the other way around. Um, I noticed that because I think there was it was episode 14 or 13 where Kawe called Usambulu Putom Dala. So I was like, oh, okay. So in the series, Sambulu is the older one than Kawe. Oh, no, they seem to be like um it, the, the order in which they're born is still the same. I think the argument was that Usambulo looks older than Umkele no, no, no Kawe. But it's just like one of those things where like things translate better in, you know, the B word than it does like on camera. But it's still the same. Like the order in which that they were born is the same. I'm loving this fanfare Usambulo by the by. 
It's different. Okay, <laughs> it's it's not the same. The order that they are they are born in. Because I heard him. I, I I heard him. I'm gonna go and check which which scene it was where Ukawe called Usambulu Putomdala. So Shuti Lana in the series, Usambulu is older than Ukawe. I thought that too, but I saw their tweets as they're tweeting and like in their like random interviews. It seems like they've kept the order in which that they were born. I honestly thought that Sambula was older. I like he looks older in real life. But what's crazy is that could they have found a, a better Sambulu? They could not have. Like that 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 strong, quiet demeanor. I'm talking too much. Let somebody else talk. Babalwa. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely agree. Actually, I think Sambul is my favorite. Every time I see him, I'm like, oh my gosh, this guy. Oh my gosh. I actually can't wait to see him unfold, like his character unfold even more. I actually, I hear people speaking about Ukawe no, nobody no, na lady. Guys, I want to meet Ukawe. Like I really, having seen Sambul, I'm just like, I can't wait for their story to unfold actually. Um, so oh guys so much has happened i've watched these three episodes and i'm confused as hell i heard oprah i forgot his name um speaking about yes you know what the episodes have be sh- have to be short and so forth and i completely understand that but then the episodes will always be short so i feel like it's always going to be there's always going to be missing links right and i think Sometimes it really does suck. And I guess these spaces do help for us to be able to, you know, unravel or just speak more into it. Um, I'm watching with people that currently have not read the books and they are hating Uhlomo. I think it was Ndwani that was speaking just now and she was just saying, Uhlomo is such a clown. And the thing is, I know earlier we spoke about how we need to divorce ourselves from the book. And I completely agree because this is something completely different that is inspired. However, I think if the wife um, would not be what it is, the series now, if we hadn't read the books. And I think that the people that have read the books are keeping it alive. And we are, re- we, I think we are the ones, because I keep saying to these guys, for instance, but guys, this is not it. Like there's a story behind this. And obviously, and we're the people that are saying that, yes, an episode is short. So this and this and this could be happening. So I think that as much as we want to, but we fill in the gaps and we help understand the bigger story. Yes, we are very frustrated. However, we still do bring so much content to what, you know, is not able to be shown out there. So I think as much as we want to throw away, but we are helping this out so much. And in fact, people are going out to buy the books because they're just like, no, actually, I have no idea what just happened in the three episodes. Um so, yeah, I just love that we are the ones creating the hype. And I guess, you know, I don't want us to always diminish, you know, what the books are doing to the series as well. I think they're working both well, hand in hand. And we are also keeping the as much as we get very frustrated and we write off people very quickly. But, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, lastly, I think, oh, I wanted to say a lot of people said, you know what, um, Ukao is so protective of Ulendos and they're obviously scared of that relationship. Even in the book, sorry, B word, uh, even there, Ukao was so protective. She, He was the one, actually, that would always notice Uklomo, you know, when she was hurt by Umkele and always there. And so I just want to say, I don't think Naledi coming in is going to be very weird because he's always been that guy that, you know, just has this protective instinct of her in fact all the brothers and that's why I was like I was disappointed that no one said what Ulendoza did 
because like the minute they found out that is what you know he did you know they really were not okay with what he did and they put him in his place and I was waiting for that you know for him to be disciplined in Dordain's I mean I think he even said before you know we don't hit women and stuff we've never done that and it's not going to start with you so I think I'm very keen to see maybe it's still going to come that they find out what he actually did um and for Kao to just you know cover it up and stuff I know maybe it's still going to unravel that he's upset about it but I was just like "Mm -mm, this can't just die because I mean that then you know encourages that you know we can't speak out blah 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 they need to discipline and that's that's the kind of family that they are as well so um yeah so very confused about these episodes guys well I'm just seeing Gutsika doing things I'm just like you're the last board what are you doing (laughs) But then yeah, I'm also excited to see where his story is going to end up. Yeah, that's it from me for now. Thank you, Babalwa. Thank you, thank you. All right. Um, I think Tammy is next, then Sarah, and then we'll come to Robin and uh Cruise Queen. Tammy. Oh. <laughs> okay, guys. Peace adaptation. And there's just some things we are not see from the pages né? but something niggles me and I'll, I'll touch on what Babala said about the missing threads the adaptation itself I feel like this I, I don't have the words to explain it but as I'm watching this story I feel like there's just too many loose ends that are left I don't know whether they're gonna be tied together towards the end but even if the episodes are short I feel like you know the story could be compact and be put in within those minutes that we see. And it's just something that has been bothering me and I've been noticing it with all the episodes and I'm, I don't know if I'm being too picky or too finicky. Um, It's not about the adaptation itself, but the way it's presented to us. I don't know if I'm making sense. Um, Outside of that, I, I have love for the Zulu brothers and yeah, the love hate relationship with but something that does bother me is, um, and I've been, I've been wanting to vent about it is the, the complete change in how Ushomu met the kids and even how the kids are missing in all these other episodes that we've seen. I, I felt like that was such an important thing, especially when we consider how family is important to the Zulu brothers. And also Untsiga. Hi, guys. He was never so fully involved in everything. But other than that, yeah, it's just this niggling thing about these loose ends that I, I keep on seeing. And I, I hope it gets better as we get into the series, but I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm happy, I suppose. <laughs> All right, I'm done. That, that laugh says you are happy. Um, Sarah you, is next. Um, I just wanted to to actually go back to um, what Gia said about, about uh, GBV. But before, actually, yeah, let me just speak to that. In as much as I think Keyes is completely correct in saying that um, art and is supposed to imitate life, right? It's but it's we in watching or in putting together the show, we might be looking at Lomu as 
people on the outside looking at her and saying, you are such a dumb ass um, for going back to this guy after he beat you, after he did whatever it is. But isn't that what women in abusive relationships do? Um, we, you know, I think everybody at some point has had a friend, a family member or whatever who who has been abused and you are sitting on the outside and you are looking at the situation and you're like, but why don't you just leave? Or why did you accept that gift? Or why did you do this or that or the next thing? But this is how it plays out um, in a lot of instances where, where people are, are, are being abused. So for me, even when, even on the pages, even on the pages, when I first read and saw how she went back to him after he had beat her up the first time, I actually felt sorry for her more than I felt um, more than I felt like she was stupid. Because I was like, this happens, or this is exactly how it happens. Umduya beat her the first time. And then there's a big gesture of love or commitment or, or apology. And they accept that. So for me, this is a, it's it's a depiction of what actually happens in abusive relationships, and for me, that made me sympathize with her and feel sorry for her. And to an extent, I guess I understand why you would find yourself in a situation where you are making yourself a fool for a man, or at least everybody else thinks that you are making yourself a fool for a man, and yet when now I'm turned. And because when we are in a relationship and you're going to keep forgiving him until you are done. So Plomo wasn't done. And I don't think that it's, it's, it's fair to, to call her stupid for it. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Sarah. You're making a, lot, a whole lot of sense. Robin, um, Robin, don't beg forever. Oh, okay. Yeah. So... You know, I'm listening to everybody talk about the series and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so jealous of you guys because I, I read the materials. I don't want to say the other word that you guys don't want to say, but I read it and I am so jealous. Like I haven't watched the series, not even a single one. So as you're talking, I'm actually making up, oh, which page is this? So this is where they are. But anyway, um, obviously, I think reading a book before the watching the series it's going to be a little bit different when you go and watch the actual series because you feel like the people you had in your head are not the same as the ones in the series and uh some going back to umkhele i feel like that happened to me a long time ago when i was a teenager i was 18 years old one time my uncle found me on the street with the boy and he beat the boy and then Instead of me running home, I actually was mad at my uncle and I went with the boy. So it happens, Uguti, when you see someone who is uh, who you like and then being beaten up, that actually makes you fall in love with them way more than uh, what they did to you. Like you forget everything, Jay. It's, I don't even know, Uguti, how that uh, chemistry or that psychology works, but it happens. That's all I wanted to say. And anyway, um, is there a way I can get uh, someone to FaceTime me while watching the series? Because we don't know. America. Are yeah, you in America, sis? Yeah. <laughs> oh, because I'm like, yeah, this, this is, is so sad. <laughs> we will FaceTime you, Robin. Ne? All right. Um, Anneli, Anneli, le? 
Thank you. Hi, everybody. Um, so I definitely took a break. <laughs> um, it's, it's, the break is probably going to last for two days anyway, and, <laughs> and I'll continue streaming. Um, but only because I felt like it's going very fast and there's a lot of the finer details that we're missing. Um, so that first week, I let go of the book which was difficult and just watched it for it being a series. Right. But it's just, it's fast, man, you know, and you're like, I, I'm not feeling the, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to make a production. Um, I, I only know how to be a viewer. And maybe if there were like diary series or, or, or Shomu telling us how she feels more, or or, or Shomu just talking with a friend, you know, to tell us how she feels about how how badly beaten she was, because um, that was such a big big beating. Um, it was very barbaric, and you know, so I feel like we're 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 rushing through a few of the details. And it might be a missed opportunity to get the gender-based violence psyche out, you know, for us to, to study it or for people to know it. Um, because with the wife, we're finding people who are typically not um, in spaces like these and in spaces where, um, you know, activists talk in the way that they talk and advise and, and things like that. Um, I do think it might be a missed opportunity because it just feels like it's um, no man. For that beating, for a lunch, you know, with a little note, um, because she doesn't even she doesn't even talk to her, her twin brother in that, like, you know, that way that I would bring the viewer in so that we understand how she's making these decisions. Um, yeah, so my advice to everyone is to let go of the book. It's definitely not the book. It's 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 definitely not the book. The series is very violent, very uncomfortably violent, um, which raises other issues around Zulu economics. Uh, sorry, taxi rank economics and the economy of that and the and all of that, you know, into like our mainstream media type of view and onlook on on the tribe and things like that. Um, and the love story, I think, needs more attention because we just, yeah. <clears throat> but those are just my feelings. Um, but I love it. I love it for us. I love it for Dudu. I love it for the actors. Yeah. It's all. It's all nice. All nice. Um, yeah, and all we can do really is chat a little bit, but I'm not I'm not trashing it at all. I think it's great. No, we hear you, Annalita. Thank you so much. Um, Cruz, Cruz Queen, you've been wanting to speak. Share my skis. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Um, yes, um, we're in light of everything that everybody has been saying, Mina, my takeaways this week was... Um, Firstly, yeah, the three the three brothers are my favorite as one way. Um, I'm talking about Nsika, um, Bande, and Mkoke, and they, yeah, they made my week this week. They definitely did. Um, the 
the annoying <laughs> the annoying thing that I didn't like about these episodes this week is the disunity that is between the brothers. Um, that um, like the even even with the weeks before, like the type of fights that they have from yes, I did read the book. From the book, you know that it's the head of the house, the Sunkwasan, and whatever he says goes. So seeing the discord, um, especially with how um, Kawe went on about Mukhele being um, involved um, in the betrayal, it didn't make sense to anybody, especially me. I was like, how did you even, why you are just being bitter? Okay, full stop but we are going to let it slide because you're trying to be messy. Yeah. So, yeah, that was the one thing that I didn't like. And then um, about uh, the Majoras are annoying, brah. They are Iskafe that is ugh, like, ugh, I can't with them. Hey, I can't. So, then I feel like, thank God we have got the skip button, the 10 second button I love it for that because I can just skip them if I don't want to watch them. And then um, Sandile, I think this this Sandile, this doctor, the one that will keep on coming back to Shomu and being pressing and whatnot, is the type of Sandile that I wanted even in the book. Because Sandile is just a ghost ninja that comes out of nowhere in the book. So here on the series, you seeing that he did care, but he was nonchalant about the whole thing. Now he is here wanting his woman back. Yes, I like that. That I like because I'm devious like that. So, yeah, I love that. So, uh, but in terms of us trying to um, uh, step away from or separating the series from the book, I think we, we should... Um, um, do that. We should enjoy the series. Okay, that's what I'm doing. I'm enjoying the series as much as it presents itself to me. But those little things that, like I'm saying, like the disunity and the 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 discord and the chaos, and sometimes it 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 doesn't it, it doesn't sound as genuine as it did in the book, we, especially with the the relate with the relationship between Kawa and Kaili. Like it. For me, it I it whatever happened this week, but it didn't make sense because those are the two guys that will share whatever they um their mess ups are to each mm. other before they even get to the brothers. So by yeah. the time you're hearing the fight and whatnot between the two of them over there, it doesn't even make sense. But I'm willing to let go of it because I can see that it's um, something that maybe will build up to something that is better in the future. So I'm All willing right. to let go of those things now. <laughs> okay, my darling. Yes. Thank you. Thank you so, so much. Keys, I think you want to respond yeah. and then we'll go to Miss Mabinza. Um, I think in response, I just want to say that like after like listening to everyone, I think like in as much as we tried to like um distance ourselves from the book or whatever i realized that this space like kiss about group kiss about group 
um, of people that have read with <laughs> that have read the book and like this discord with um, you know, what they know from the book and what's being depicted in the series. You know, support group. I loved what uh, Babala said is like, you know, essentially those of us that have read the books are the ones that are like bringing the hype and making everybody interested. So that that is fair. That is something that is very fair to say. However, um, I think maybe um, I just have like, we, we can't keep expressing like disappointment, you know, um, of the distance between the book and the series. Like, I think it's counterproductive, but you know, it is what it is. Like, we're here to fill in the gaps for those that didn't read the books and whatever. But I will say that I really am enjoying like the, the suspension. It, when when got the call about a story um from an unknown number and an unknown person and saying there's a JSE story, I thought it was like the Majola brothers. Up until like when she got to the taxi rank and then like that dancer like appeared, you know, in the you know, from wherever they appeared from. You know, like when she jumped, I jumped. You know, like what the hell? You know, so I, I'm, I'm enjoying that. I'm still being surprised, um, as somebody that read the book not just once, not just twice, not just three times, but like honestly, in these past couple of weeks, because the three episodes were not enough. I, that's how I've filled my time is going back to reread the books. You know, so um, I think Miss Via wants to say something, but um. Uh, yeah, no, remote group. That's what we should call the space, Ms. Lelo. I don't know how you yeah. call it. Yeah. I actually agree agree with you and I especially when you say Kore we must, you know, because um, it, it's almost as if it's, it's becoming monotonous now because, you know, we all talking about how far it is from the book and the gaps and everything. And I do appreciate that little now we feel it, but maybe for this space to continue to be interesting, we kind of have to agree rules of engagement from the beginning. Okay, guys, we've already agreed on one, two, three. Let's agree this is what we are not you know we are not gonna you know you know talk about because <laughs> we've kind of agreed on this and this and that otherwise it's just us repeating our frustrations over and over again so miss miss i know miss um mabinza was first and then miss viewe um after her and then we'll come to gugu and sarah so guys um we are almost wrapping up now close to wrapping up so um i'm not gonna accept any more speakers unfortunately though so the guys that are on stage now um i think we kind of have to kind of wrap up so miss mabinza and then we'll okay, go hi. to viewer cool hi everyone um for someone who has read the books more than twice more than three times i first watched it after my friend had watched it and i was like actually i appreciate the plot twists quite a lot. The fact that Ushomu went home and spoke about what happened. I'm just because in the book she doesn't she suffers in silence and nobody knows what's happening but her. The fact that um like the proposal at the taxi rank actually had a ring. Just like in the book he didn't. Um in as much as Mana when you read the book you create your own fairy tale or whatever but the plot twists and the unexpected when you see the actual series it's so refreshing from now 
And I'm just like, in as much as Mana, I had this idea of how everything is going to be, I actually appreciate the fact that I don't know what's going to happen in the next episode of Soul. So I'm just like, in as much as Mana, with the expectations and whatnot, and most of the time, and you actually get to watch Inwadi play out, you are disappointed half the time. But I'm just like, the production, the acting is brilliant. So personally, as Amanda, I'm not mad at all. And that's just my two cents. Thank you, Amanda. And I think I'm seeing a lot of hundreds, so a lot of people agree with you on in the space. Um, Viwe? Thank you. Um, thank you for the space. I'm just going to try and be quick with my point so that I don't exhaust my time. Um, so I wanted to say um first things first is that obviously the comparison to the book we can't um take that away yeah. but uh we can just uh, enjoy the series and i think that the actors are doing a perfect job they're actually really portraying the, the characters as best as they can but i find that i think maybe it's in the writing where they are making a couple of uh, for me if i for lack of a better word they're making some silly mistakes in the way they're portraying the characters for example if you look at Nkhlum, she seems like a very naive girl like a, a person who's materialistic the way she's so taken aback by the car the money now um and how he won her back with the with the food and everything so for me it's not really the essence of what Nkhlum was a very strong character who's not um intimidated or faith by any material um uh, materialistic type of thing um and also feel like um, 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 is a bit exaggerated in the way he's portrayed like he's very possessive in, in the telenovela he's also very stockish and you know it's like a sociopath in in, in, a, in in a way but i mean even when you read the book he's, he's a very assertive uh charming young man he's not as excuse me sorry for for that noise um, he's, he, he, in the book, he's, he seems a bit um, like stalkerish. So, um, and also, I find the brother, three little brothers. I know maybe they need comical relief, but I find them to be so childish and silly and noisy. And I'm like, really, do they really need to talk about this? Like to portray them like this? Um, I also find the beef between Kale and Kawe quite unnecessary because it kind of um, breaks the unity that you know with the brothers. I don't know why they are going with the story that Mkhele, I mean Kawe likes likes Lomo. We know in the book it comes out; it's very brief. It just it's like a by the way thing. But now they are very obsessive about it. And then the last point that I want to make, just so that I, I can wrap up, is that. Now, um, I also find this the, the question mark that Ukawe had about Umkele maybe being the one who was sabotaging them also quite silly because I'm like, uh, um, and the way they just quickly let it go. For me, if they were to carry on with that angle, even when Umkele proposed to Ushomo and they, they had, they, like, and no one was in the house and there was an attack on the house, if that was the story, Kawe should have still questioned and said, but why? Why are you the one who said we must leave and then conveniently there's a fire and yeah, well, nah, nah. so they just plot it there, they just let it go. So I just feel like I'm, I'm enjoying the series, but a lot of um, un, untied loose ends and unnecessary loose ends for me. Thank you. Thank you, Viwe. And one of the speakers earlier was saying, Uguti, I can't remember who, just recently, Uguti, we may not have experience in, you know, creating TV, Mari, we have got like 
more than 30 years experience in watching TV, so that surely should count for something. <laughs> Some of us, anyway. Okay, um, let me come to Gugu and then Sarah. Hello, everyone. Um, thank you for the space once again. Ms. Viewer, you raised a lot of very, very valid points, I must say. Um, now, my question, uh, I just wanted to ask you guys if anyone is feeling like the series was also, it should have been named the Zulu Brothers rather, rather than the wife, because I'm not really getting the wife, um, Shomu, her importance. I don't know, when it was named the wife for me, I read the books as well, but I just really got the idea that maybe they're going to delve into how she changed them or she, her impact in their lives, how she brought them together, how she was like the mother, but she's not really connecting with them like that, you know? And even when she came back now and she saw Mkoku was shot, she was just like, it was so brief, you know, it wasn't really, and she's like, I was gone for two minutes or for two days and so much drama happened. And for me, it was like, you weren't there for long either, you know, before that. So you didn't, you didn't change much, girl. Like, I don't, yeah, I know. I feel like they, they're focusing a lot on the brothers. So they should have just rather named it the, I mean, the Zulu brothers. And then another thing, on my part, I've really detached, hey, from the books. I'm not going to lie. I feel like even if the only thing that they've taken are their names, because everything else in it's off, 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 off. Even their personalities. Nova is supposed to be the stylish one. And Gokli is supposed to be the chama boy. There's no way that guy is a chama boy. Like, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm really sorry. As for the Majolas, hey, man, Pinkos. No comments. I'm not going to lie. I'm really, really stressed. But, okay, we move. I, uh, I don't know. I feel like we're almost halfway through Shomu, the wife, but. It's not Changani, you know? I, I, at least we have the books to go back to read. So, um, Sarah, thanks, Kukune. Thank you so much. I, I feel your pain. I feel you, my sister. Sarah? Um, you know, I, I don't know so much that there's, there's that much. Well, I mean, obviously, there are some differences between the pages and the series. And there are things that are completely... Um, uh, different right and some things are just sort of similar but then something different happens and you're like huh okay but remember the books are written from the perspective of the women so how she well at least the first three the first three books are written from the perspective of the women so how from or rather how Mkele or the relationship between the brothers is is portrayed is as Shlomo sees it which is not necessarily what the relationship is. So we, we are getting upset because we're saying that the, the brothers display so much unity, there's no issues between them, at least in the beginning, but that we say that because we only ever saw them through Shomo or through Zandile or, or through um, Naledi. So we, I, I, in my view, there was never any way that... Um, that the series and the books were going to be the same because then otherwise we would like literally just be following Shomu around and experiencing or seeing everything that she sees or that she's told because that's the perspective that the books are written from, not from a, a, a full picture. So for me, 
the fact that there's disunity or there's discord between the brothers is not necessarily an indication that they've moved away from the books um, in, in terms of what the, the relationship looks like. To me, it's an indication that Shomu sees the relationship as a relationship that has got so much unity and you know nothing can ever come between the brothers. But we actually never knew from the books what was actually happening in the relationship of the brothers from their perspectives. So I think maybe we need to to keep that in mind in the episodes going forward, that obviously it's not going to be the same because the perspective is different. When okay. it is out of when it yeah. Um Keys, you wanna you wanna comment? Yeah, I just this this is my closing remark um for the space because we are nearing the end. But Sarah literally like articulated like what I was trying to say is that like the series tried to make like the intangible tangible. You know what I mean? Like like certain things like was nuanced and we picked it up along the way. But it's trying they trying to depict it and like, you know, in 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 um in the series because you 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 it's it had always been articulated through someone's eyes but then seeing certain things it's just like when i was saying like i think in like the initial space it's just like you know of course you know you you just have like an image like a, a like a depiction but like you now you're seeing it um so and it, there's a they, there has to be a distance between what you know and somebody else's lived experience. So um, I think she articulated it beautifully. Like there's no ways those two things um, were ever going to be the same because now it's almost as if we're having the battle of the imaginations, you know, uh, where, where your imagination carried you um, versus where mine carried me versus what Tromu was saying and how much of any of those interpretations were actual lived experiences like when you close your eyes can you actually see the inside of a uh, a hostel when you close your eyes can you actually see you know brothers like fighting amongst each other when you close your eyes can you actually see what unity looks like you know so it's like a battle of the imaginations and i think maybe that's the gift and the curse of like you know, writing a book that everyone is, like, so invested in. But, yeah, so I think, like, uh, as a closing remark, um, I just want to say, um, I think we underestimate the fact that the books were far-fetched, period. Like, the books were far-fetched. To have eight identical brothers with bug eyes that all have children that look identical, and the books in and of themselves were far-fetched. So the fact that we have these unrealistic expectations of the series to make sense, to be, you know, relatable or tangible, I think is ridiculous. The books in and of themselves were far-fetched, right? Um, and so that's like uh, one of my remarks. And the other one is like, I am the on the Majola brother's side, okay? I'm not saying that they are not annoying okay but everybody deserves an opportunity to avenge their father's death and uh their brother's death um and um i think um the one thing that when we were saying we need to detach ourselves from the book is that you know what is the frame what is the sort of like the the, the theme and so everything else is a moving part i think um 
the 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 brotherhood for me um was stronger in this uh set of three episodes than it has been throughout the mere fact that the brothers um and i think also like the titles are very telling you know my brother's keeper and you know where they smoke this fire or whatever like the titles themselves are very telling but the fact that they had just gone through a very traumatic experience which is having their house burnt down by the way is it their house like the uh, did Shlomo move in going in residencies like i'm confused who lives in that house um but the fact that they had been like they are under siege right now and they abandoned whatever it is that they are currently going through to go to Shomi's, uh memulo somebody said like you don't see Shomu's impact but the fact that they would do that for her um is is telling and i think like what are the what are what are the the bones the bones is that this is a love story uh this is a story about brotherhood but it's still a crime thriller so yeah those are my closing remarks thank you keys i love i love the way you talk about tv i could listen to you talk all day um, but yeah, guys, I'm going to have to close the space. My crush just sent a message, so I need to go respond. But before that, um, Inga, you, we added you because you, I think maybe you came late. Do you want to make a comment before I go to Neo? Yes, please. Yes, please. Um, I just want to know, are they, like, the kids are not emphasized enough. Like, we don't see enough of the kids. Are they writing their two out? Is Leto not going to be there? I just, like, there's some parts I'm just like, oh, is it happening? Is it not going to happen? I'm just like, uh, I get that we're not going to get exactly what happens in the book, but there's like important key aspects. Like, where are the kids now? And did they all go to boarding school after Tomo paid fees? Like, what is, like, I have little, like, questions, like, here and there. Yeah, I think we're supposed to believe that Tlomu paid money for the kids to go to, well, not Tlomu, but Mkale's money. They went to boarding school. Remember when Langa was saying, yo, I can't believe but the Lima Lenga got cash at the school. So yes, we're supposed to believe the kids have gone to boarding school. Because all they did was ask Ulanga if they should call him auntie or uncle. All right. Now... Um, Miss D, I'm so sorry. I'm not accepting any more speakers. There's a man who's waiting for me to respond. So my Mkele Okongangshai is waiting. No. Not even Kwawe. Hamba, hamba, Look, my closing remarks is, I think the best thing I've done for myself is I have divorced myself from the book when I watched the series um, in terms of what I expect to happen. And I think that's helped me anticipate the storyline more um which is why when i actually do look at the episodes now and and i get annoyed where i do it's purely about the theme of the story and uh, not necessarily about whether it's um you know linking back to the book or not because it's gonna drive us all crazy like i think this it, it's it's already off the rails guys the train has left the platform and it's gone um and i think we all need to just accept that and take the story for what we are seeing even if we have to put in, you know, the little, I guess, the gaps here and there. But I think the guy that was on here earlier did explain. Um, and I think we've all commented that these episodes for me seemed like they were very disjointed. And he did say, you know, some of the episodes are not in here or the scenes. Um, so I guess that helps me accept it a bit more. Um, but you know what? I, I think we need, we do need to accept it for what it is. Um 
even with the the brothers' relationship, even if you're very close with your brothers, guys, there will always be discourse at some point. Does not mean they're not your brothers. It doesn't mean that you're close. And I think there's the realism that sometimes this series is bringing um, that we might have not seen in the pages, and we I, we need to take it for what it is. Otherwise, it's osanganasong. Um, so yeah, my closing remarks are again. Um, you know, we are on episode 15. Um, there's 40 episodes for this. Um, it makes me nervous because I'm like, what is still going to happen? What is not going to happen? But there's also a beautiful anticipation to it. I think you know, what the series has tried to do is the important scenes um, that, you know, seem to be favorites are coming through. They're never going to look like what the rest of us wanted them to look like. Uh, you know, when you read a book, even the house is different. I'm sure Mkele's house in Nichirena was different for all of us. Um, so even the writers and the directors, when they're going to do this in the series, it's not going to look the same. Um, and I think for all of us in this space going forward, for our own peace of mind, guys, um, let's review the series for the series um, and, and see it as a story inspired by. I think we'll all enjoy it more. Um, yeah, and that's it uh, from me. I look forward to... Yeah, there's like, that's what, Matt says what, 25 episodes left. Um, so, yeah, guys, uh, I guess, I'm not going to be but, yeah, let's go again. I like that now. Because depending on next week, we might just say, ah, guys, there's nothing to discuss like last week we said. So you know what what I what I also liked about ooh, what Sihe was saying, the writer saying, Uti, there are some scenes that get cut and all of that. It just confirmed, Uti, we are not crazy when we say, Uti, there are things that are missing, there are gaps and things are asked and so on. So... Yeah, but thank you so much, um, ladies and gents that joined. Thank you for, for the conversations. I really, really enjoyed hearing everybody's perspective. Um, yeah, let's see what happens in the next coming weeks. Hopefully, we'll still be as entertained as we are. Even if we are complaining, we are still watching because we are entertained and we love the books and we love the show. So, um, yeah, have a good evening, guys. Bye, Miss Lelo. Go get your Enjoy your Enjoy your Enjoy your Enjoy your Enjoy your Enjoy your